you may have noticed, Eli and I are wearing um, sweaters and they're really warm. Okay, so this is coming from the person who about five minutes ago was saying that on a scale of like, so, so you're rating, if you're rating jumpers versus sweaters, where, where do you put jumpers versus sweaters? I mean, these have actually, sorry. I mean, these have actually like gone above what I was expecting when I first put these on. Because I was thinking that full sleeves, apart from these holes, are a lot more efficient because if there's wind and hail and snow and rain, then you'll just get, you'll be freezing. But if you have a jumper or like a blanket that you put over yourself, then you'll be completely, well, it won't be completely fine, but you'll be a lot better than when you have holes. So you're saying, so you're saying mm -hmm. that you're feeling especially holy <laughs> in, that, in that sweater, but that's not a good thing in, in the cold weather. Yes, in the cold weather. But weather? despite weather. that, are you comfortable? I'm not. Yours is a bit itchy. So I bought this at Vinny's um, a while back, and it is probably the single itchiest thing on the planet. Like, I'm literally in pain right now. Um, and to relieve my pain, uh, I think you have, you have something for us in the form of... Oh, you've, got, yes. you've got your big book in front of you. I have got my big book of riddles. What is it? Big book of riddles. That's it, what it, it that's definitely the title. It, no, he's lying. It says, the Macquarie Encyclopedia of Australian Events. Don't listen to him. It doesn't say that. Just trust me. You don't. You don't want to listen to this guy. Okay, he's he's yeah. full of lies. Well, you're the you're the you're the riddler. So I've, I've got let's it right go. here. I've got the let's riddle go. right here. Riddle me this. <laughs> you answer me, although I never. Sorry. You answer me, although I never ask you questions. What am I? That's sorry. You, you answer me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You answer me, although I never ask you questions. You answer me, although I never ask you questions. That's well, fantastic. Thank yep. you very much, Elijah. And that um, will be the answer will be said at the end. Yes. Um, so. If you want to figure it out, if, if you think you know what it is, chuck, chuck your thoughts in the comments, um, and the riddler will get back to you at the end. You're also going to read the Bible for us later. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to invite Jake up. Thank you so much, Thank you. Eli. Thank you. Really appreciate it. All right. Jake. Hello, Jake. All right. Hello. You have my notes for this interview. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I wrote in my notes is, "Hey, Jake." So step one done. Uh, <laughs> well done. How you going, man? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's cold. <laughs> it is cold. Um, thus the sweaters. Yes, and I have not a sweater. I have a jumper, but it has the shark's leg on it, so it's probably superior. Yeah, repping the brand. It's mm. good. Um, so we are. This is your first time on the very long couch. This That's is your right. first time at, at. Do you think I'm properly social distance? I don't know. Probably not. But I think you're fine. Okay. I, I, I'm sure he's fine. Um, <laughs> so. In your, it's your first time back here. How are you, how are you feeling um, the vibe is here at church? Oh, I, I was super keen to get back here. I, um, I came back yesterday to, to deliver the, um, some goodie bags. Ooh, and <laughs> we'll get will, to that in a moment. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, I'm, I'm super excited to get back to church, even if it is in this kind of um, smaller uh, context. And I'm mm. excited for it to get back to having more people. But for the moment, I just love being around more people and seeing people that I haven't seen in a while, mm. and yeah. And you have, you've been away, so you haven't seen us yes. in a long while. Yes, that's um, right. <laughs> so it's very, it's very good to have you back. But you, you mentioned the goodie bags, so we begin these packs. It's, it's Friday now, so yesterday yeah. you went around and delivered them. Were there any particular, um, any particular thoughts or any particular responses? That's the word I'm looking for, responses to these packages? Uh, yeah, I, I, or the, I guess the first problem is that most people are at school. Oh, <laughs> true. 
But uh, oh, out of the parents that uh, we we saw who were who were there, and the and the few kids that were at home because I haven't gone back to school yet, they were super excited, mm -hmm. um, and I guess we're just keen to see people. So that's super cool. Yeah. Probably got one of these packages. This is for youth tonight. Um, so open up at youth time. If you've yeah, already opened yet. up, if you've already opened it up, you have gone against. The, you've broken the rules. You've broken the rules. That's it. Exactly right. So don't do that. Um, all right. Another thing you're doing now that you're back mm -hmm. is you, you and I actually. Yes. We're both doing Berea. Yep. Um, could you tell me a little bit about what Berea is um, for starters? Um, well, I guess Berea, we're looking at how our church works in a sense and how what the shock absorber is and, um, and, and that is how the youth and the um, older generations can work together um, in a church context and how they can help each other to deal with cultural changes. So I, I guess COVID might be one of those things that we might look at to see how the youth can uh, see what's going on in their culture and see how they might be, I don't know, how can we innovate with technology, um, which we have, we have done here, I guess. Because this, this is a massive cultural change. Right? 100%. Yeah. And then how can the older generations impart their, I guess, biblical knowledge. Mm. Um, and I guess it's a two-way process to, to deal with the cultural shock, which COVID would be one of those. Um, and I guess we look at commitments as well. Mm -hmm. um, the idea of uh, meeting up every week um, and the idea of committing to God, but also to one another, because Jesus says we're all friends. Um, and, and we are Jesus' friends as well if mm. we... I love one another. Yeah, for so. sure. So yeah, I think I think what we're gonna we're gonna do commitments after this, and one of the one of the cool things about commitments is that it's a really important part of what Soul Revival mm -hmm. is as a church. Eh? Like it's just yeah. from the very beginning they've been they've been pushing like before it was a church when it was a youth group, uh, they were going right. We're gonna do commitments before youth every week. That was when heaps of people brought ideas and mm. brought arguments and brought discussions and brought issues. Um, like I. I don't know about you, but I've heard a thousand <laughs> stories yep. uh, about the kind of things that would go on in, yep. in commitments. And some of them were really heavy. Some of them were really bright. Some of them were like big announcements. Like mm. it, was, it was a real example of a friendship group. Mm. Um, and it's, it's lame that we can't get that here. But we will get it back. We will get we it will. back. We'll we can't, we definitely, we, we're struggling to get it online. Mm. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll grow that in mm. thing. I think and that's I, really exciting. And I guess what we really want is for the young people, not, not just us speaking, the older generations above us, but even the youth, like speaking yeah. to us and telling us what they think about and what's going on for them, and having a, a chat that goes two ways. Yeah, for sure, and, and that's what it's all about, right? That's yeah. what the shock absorber is about. It's this idea that um, it's the young people talking to the older people and, and mm. having this discourse. It's really cool. Um, did you? So you're doing you're doing Bree. Would you recommend it? Would you? What, yeah. When do people do it? Hundred like, percent. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's great for understanding uh, where our church fits in terms of what we do compared to everyone else and how we're a little bit different. Um, it's on Fridays, uh, 12 to 1-ish, mm -hmm. but we, we hang out, some, well, especially when uh, we're in person, we hang out all afternoon. And yeah. I guess that's the other great thing about Berea is just the fellowship of gathering mm. together and hanging out and doing random stuff yeah. as well as uh, the stuff we're meant to be doing. <laughs> oh, exactly right. The, the, the stuff we're meant to be doing very rarely happens. Yeah. Um, but no, it's exactly. heaps of fun. Um, but yeah, so it's for, so the Bree internship, which is what we're doing, yes. is for school leavers. So when you're finished yes. school, um, and then the, what's the next one that I'm doing? I'm doing one. Anyway, I forgot what it's called, but that's for people after that. Mm. Um, so 
literally any of you watching, feel free to jump on um, when you're mm. finished school or just if you're not mm. um, and you want to check out why Soul Level mm. does what it does. Thank you so much. No worries. Um, you, I've, I've asked you to chuck us a prayer for us. Mm -hmm. Would that be okay? That'd be fine. Thanks so much. Dear Heavenly Father, um, we thank you that uh, we can gather together, even if it's uh, not in ideal circumstances, thank you that we can gather together um, through technology. And we pray that um, we'll be able to gather together in, uh, in a physical sense as soon as, as, soon as possible, Lord. Um, we just want to pray that um, if we're feeling anxious um, or have any problems with what's going on, Lord, that we will just uh, take these to you and we'll come to you with prayer and we'll continue to be uh, reading our Bibles and praying. Um, yeah, um, and we also want to pray for uh, the nurses and the doctors, Lord, as they as they deal with um, this coronavirus. Um, give them the wisdom and the, the strength to endure um, through their work days, even when even when times are getting pretty tough. Um, and Lord, we just pray that if it is your will, that you will help um, the return as, as quickly as possible. Amen. Uh, we're reading from Romans 12, 1 to, 1 to 2. Yes, 1 to 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. My question to start tonight is, what do you put your whole life into? Uh, I'm going to show you this video, and this video is um, a video of a 10-year-old, and his name is Nishin, Nishinomiya, Nishinomiya. I'm just going to call him Nish from now on. Um, he performed what's called the Messy Challenge. If you don't know what that is, uh, you're about to see. It's amazing. Um, and he was able to do it 31 times. Um, Nish has put his whole life into soccer. So, if, Eli, if you hit play, I'm just going to talk over this. But it's amazing. All right. So watch this. Um, and he has, put, he has put his whole self into soccer. Uh, he's a 10-year-old with a 12-year-old um, brother, and both him and his brother are amazing at soccer. And that is what they spend their whole days and hours doing. That was incredible. So he's blindfolded, he's skipping, and he's juggling at the same time, and he's done 31. Thank you, Eli. You can pause it there. Um, walk with me as we come back to the couch. So, um, so yeah. How else could he achieve this if he hadn't have put so much of his life into it? Um, and I think we see this today, right, with, with you and with me and with um, the people around us, whether it be hours put into playing Apex or um, hours put on the soccer field um, or, or, or into school as, as we consume ourselves in our work um, or, or, or the work we do at home or at work. Now, I know you've probably... Put your whole of yourself into something before. But I think there's a difference between putting your whole of something, but sorry, there is, a, there is a difference between putting your whole life into something and just being dedicated. I have been very dedicated, dedicated to playing um, a whole bunch of video games, but I don't think I've ever played more than 100 hours in a video game. 
This kid has probably put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into this video game. He is putting his, uh, into this sport, sorry. He is uh, putting his whole life into it. And so it doesn't just mean dedication, it means sacrifice. Uh, Nish seems more than dedicated. He seems to be spending his whole life playing so football, um, so much so that he can do what we saw on the screen. This kid could be sacrificing friendships, sacrificing study, sacrificing free time, uh, time gaming or, or time hanging with friends uh, to achieve something like this. And so I ask again, what do you put your whole life into? Do you look at Nish and go, yeah, I do that? Not necessarily with soccer, but with something in your own life? What are you sacrificing to do that? But why am I, why am I talking about this? Um, why am I talking about sacrifice and, and all of life commitment? Well, tonight I want to talk about worshipping God being something you do not just on the weekend, not just on a Friday night, uh, not just when you're tuning into a live stream or into commitments or into youth, um, but something you do through all of life. I'm going to read the passage again real quick. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Now, you might have heard this before, but there's a few ways to be a Christian. And one way is um, featured on my sock. So my socks have little submarines on them. You probably can't see, um, but I thought I'd wear them because they're relevant. Um, I'm talking about being a submarine Christian. Being a submarine Christian is the idea of, during the week, when, you, when you're not around Christians, submerging your Christianity, hiding it away under the water or, or under the, the image that you put out, hiding your Christianity away when you don't think it matters. But when you're at youth or, or at church or around your Christian friends, you, you jump out, you're like, oh, sick, this is awesome. Uh, check out all this Bible reading I've been doing or, or, or look at how I live or, or how I talk or how I respond to people or how I love you or how I love God. But during the week, you go back to hiding it under the surface. Now, if you are hearing me now and you think, hey, that's me, that's okay. But this passage is calling for something a little more hardcore. It says here, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. What does that mean? So in our context, uh, we don't do sacrifices. Uh, not last time I checked. Um, and we certainly don't do human sacrifices. That's, that's not okay at all. And that's also not what Paul is saying at all. Uh, the, the key word there is living. Uh, offer ourselves as living sacrifices, Paul says. So if we're not doing sacrifices or being sacrificed, uh, what are we doing? Well, I think uh, verse 2 here is probably a really good explanation of the symbolic picture of verse 1. Uh, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. That's, that's verse 2, if you're reading along at home. Um, now, being a living... That's the start of verse 2, sorry. Being a living sacrifice is being different, is not conforming. It's making sacrifices for Jesus in your own life as he sacrificed himself for us in a far greater, um, in a far greater way. It's standing out as a Christian. It's those moments where someone's like, oh, hey, what are you doing tonight? And, and it's Friday night and you're like, oh, uh, I'm going to youth. And they're like, oh, come play Scriblio. And you're like, oh, I guess I could do that. But that act of, of tapping out and going to youth 
saying, oh, actually, I'll play another night. Thanks for the invite, though. That is sacrifice. That's giving up a, that's giving up a Friday night. That's one night of the week, a couple of hours of the week, actually. So actually, it's not even really that big a deal. But some of you might not be keen to do that, and that's okay. Because for some people, that's, that's enough of a sacrifice, because that's a big deal, right? Saying no to people, sometimes that's really hard. And what Paul is saying is he's saying, yes, do that. Be okay to say no and sacrifice a night. Sacrifice your weekend, maybe. But what Paul is also saying is he's saying, don't just give up your Friday night. Give up your body, your life. Offer everything you have to God. And that sounds crazy, but there's people out there that do it. And not necessarily to God. Let's talk about other, other people, right? Not Non-Christians. Let's talk about the world for a second. Let's talk about Nish again. Nish has given up everything to get really, really, really good at soccer. He's made sacrifices that have transformed him into a little soccer machine. Uh, I spent some time on his dad's Instagram, um, and the whole thing is just Nish and his, and his older brother getting stoked about football. And because that's the way they think. They, that's what they dream about. That's what they talk about. That's what they read about. That's what they follow. That's what they watch on TV. It's how they talk to people. That's, soccer's their life. And you can see that by their social media presence, right? Uh, this guy's not only showing video and footage of his kids that he's gotten um, really into soccer, but he's got uh, photos of signed things that he's buying. So that's where he's putting his money as well. It's an amazing um, level of dedication, an amazing level of commitment. And what is happening here is they have changed the way they think. Uh, further on in verse 2, it says, um, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You do not conform. And if you do not conform, you get transformed. Transformed in the renewing of your mind. It's changing the way you think. Not conforming is not just changing what you do, but it's changing the way you think, which is a really big deal. Really, really amazing point. Uh, in, in, if you look at um, medical brain science, um, our neural pathways make patterns. They go certain ways. And now, when you change the way you think, you, you are actually creating new neural pathways that make you act differently, that make, you, make your habits different, make your thoughts different, make your dreams different, make your ideas different, make your enjoyment different. This is the renewing of your mind. This new, new way of thinking, it will transform you and it will transform you into someone, not who's really good at soccer, because that's not how it works, um, but you will get transformed into someone who will be able to test and to prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will, as it says in verse 2. What does that mean? It means as you do this, you will love God more and more. You will be renewed in your mind so deeply that you can, so, so okay, let's, let's think about this for a second. Um, being able to test and approve what God's will is, is like, is like let's, go, let's go back to football. 
someone who changes their way of thinking about football is reading and thinking so much about soccer that they can not only play and spot great football when they see it, but they also love the sport. They approve of the sport. They treasure soccer. Changing the way you think transforms you, in, think about God, transforms you into someone who loves God. Someone who loves God and loves others, whether they're at church or not. It transforms you from a submarine into a battleship or a speedboat or, I don't know, I couldn't think of something cool that goes on top of the water. But you know what I mean, something cool that goes on top of the water rather than a submarine. A speedboat Christian. Actually, I like battleship. A battleship Christian, someone who is willing to fight for what they believe in. Someone who thinks differently. Someone who lives differently. And someone who thinks differently and someone who lives differently is someone who spends their life getting stoked about God. And my challenge for you today is how are you doing that in COVID? How are you spending your time? Is it living as a submarine Christian, even in the the, um, times of your own home? Is it living as a um, submarine Christian as you you go to online school or go to physical school now? How are you sacrificing? And do you think you can sacrifice your whole self? Something I didn't get to um, and the, the final thing I wanted to say about Nish is that he loves it, and you can see it. What happens when you renew your mind is you love it. Like, I, I love coming here on a Friday night and hanging out at church. I love going to Berea with Jake and, and Brayden. I love listening to Christian music that we've been given to tonight. I love chatting with Elijah about riddles because it doesn't need to be the big, crazy, like, not crazy, but it doesn't need to be the full in-depth every moment. It needs to be doing those things in love of one another and in love of God. So I challenge you to, to, to try and figure out how to do that this week. See if you can live your whole life for God. I'm going to pray um, and then I'll wrap up. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you sent your son to be the ultimate sacrifice. I pray, Lord, that you can help us uh, to try and emulate that, to try to be like Jesus as we try and live our lives in a way that is actually our true and proper worship, Lord. Lord, I pray that, I thank you that all our true and proper, all, the, only reason, the only thing we need to do to get to heaven is to trust and believe in you and um, put our faith in your son, Lord, and his sacrifice. But I pray that as a response to that, we can live our lives in worship of you as we realize, oh my gosh, it is incredible that we have this promise of eternal life. So thank you, God, for that. And I pray that we can remember to love you and learn to love you more. Amen. I'd like to invite Elijah Crawshaw up to the thing. I don't know what this section is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Yeah, I'm going to move the table. Sit here. Can... We're really, really doing really well. I don't know what these are. Do you know what these are? Anyway, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Join me. All right. So. Okay. Elijah. We're going to conclude tonight. You're still in your sweater. I really appreciate it. This, this is really weird. This is really weird. Does this help? Does it help you? No, not at all. Okay, so. 
Elijah, can you tell us the riddle? The answer to the riddle. The answer to the riddle. Oh, actually, say the riddle again. Say the riddle again. Okay, I'll say the riddle again. Hang on, let me just find it. Okay, found it. He's reading chapter 45, radio and television. <laughs> no, it's chapter 45 of my riddles. Anyway, go, continue. Called, um, riddles are us. That's what the chapter's called. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kid's chapter. <laughs> just read it again. Okay, okay, gosh. Um, you answer me, although I ask... Sorry, you answer me, although I never, never ask you questions. What am I? And the answer to that is... A telephone. It is a telephone. Ring well ring. done. Ring, ring. Because... Banana phone. You answer the phone, but the phone can't ask, ask you questions because it it's an inanimate object. <laughs> thank you very much, Elijah. And thank you very much uh, for joining us tonight. Um, one way you could love one another this week is give each... <laughs> one of the ways you can... <laughs> One of the ways you can love each other this week is give each other a ring. Um, ask how you're going. Um, see how the Bible reading is going and seeing how um, loving God and loving one another more. Or just check up on them. See how they're going. Give them some love, uh, as we've tried to do by giving these bags away. Um, you're about to find out what's in those little um, bag oh, yeah. things uh, as we go into youth. But before we do, we're going to go to commitments. See you guys one way. See ya. Thanks again for listening to the Soul Revival Church podcast. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these services that we hold live, you can go to soulrevivalchurch.com and you can see all the gatherings up the top of the page. And you can choose anyone you wish. It can be on Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Thanks again and one way. Music is okay by Ixon.